This is Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast, episode number 80. During this episode, we talk about making mindful choices based on values and purpose and the significant role these play in creating a balanced and resilient life. Stay tuned. Hi, healthcare leaders. I'm Tracy Christofferson. And I'm Michelle Trosett. We're your hosts for Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast, and we are so grateful you joined us today. You're about to see healthcare problems and challenges through a brand new lens and take your leadership to a whole new level with this podcast. We've coached healthcare leaders from across North America for over 30 years as they strive to establish healthy healing organizations and thriving work cultures. This is the only podcast that shows healthcare leaders how to apply polarity thinking, the missing logic in healthcare to their reoccurring challenges so they can stop wasting time, money, and resources on fixes that fail. If you want to create a healthy healing organization where staff and leaders thrive and perform at their highest level, where values are aligned, outcomes are sustainable, and the highest quality of care is delivered, then this podcast is for you. Keep listening. Each week, you're going to learn how to leverage a polarity mindset and manage competing priorities as we use a polarity lens to explore everyday challenges with the leaders who are striving to manage them. We're thrilled you're here. Well, hello, everybody. This is Tracy. And this is Michelle, her sidekick. And we're back for another episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. Yes. I wish I had a buck for every time I said that. (laughs) Actually, I think I do. (laughs) Well, there's only so many ways you can, you know, open up the podcast. And and what else were you going to say? It's Tracy and Michelle, and welcome to Healthcare's Missing Lady Podcast. I know. We got to come up with a new shtick, I think. Maybe... (laughs) All Maybe right. next season. Hey, give us your advice, listeners. What would you like us to say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all ears. We're all ears. Uh, well, you know, Trace, I love doing guest interviews because we have such incredible guests on our show. Um, but we like doing the solo episodes, too. Yeah, because we're kind of cool. Yeah, we like hanging out with each other. Yeah, you know. We'll banter here and there. Yeah, we get we like having our airtime and talking about stuff that's really important. <laughs> you think and laughing. <laughs> yes, ha ha. <laughs> and we're really looking forward to today's podcast because we're gonna dialogue and share our own personal experiences around values and um, share with our listeners what we're learning from other leaders across the country about this topic of values. And one thing about it, people are more than happy to share what they're going through. During a pandemic. Have you noticed that, Tracy? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. (laughs) And, you know, I mean, it's just, uh, it's an opportune time to be thinking about your values, right? And I think sometimes they're smacking you in the face. They are. Your values are. Yeah, so on this episode, we're going to be discussing the significance of making mindful choices related to our values, which is in pillar number one of the Dynamic Balance Effect Framework. And we're also going to discuss how being grounded in your values can play a significant role in being resilient and balanced. So it's really being grounded in those values that makes a difference. We're going to explore how having polarity intelligence is being able to leverage or manage the tension between two interdependent values and discuss the power of having personal alignment to your purpose. Um, And so we have a lot to talk about. This is is an action-packed podcast right so get ready 
lots of stuff in here. There is. We're going to be unpacking a lot of things. Yes, we yeah. are. Yeah. Well, the whole premise of this episode is that your values are your anchor. Mm-hmm. It is the thing that keeps you grounded, right? Keeps your feet on the ground. Yep. And especially during these challenging times. Right. It, it really is the thing to hold you stable when everything seems like it's swirling and twirling and tipping and, you know, falling out from underneath you. Right. So pretty much, you know, the only constant we've had in life these days <laughs> has been change. Change. Lots right? of changes. And especially for the healthcare leaders mm-hmm. right out there. Lots of things uh, changing in their environments. You're challenged every day to make choices based on new information that's coming out about COVID, you know, the different updates, whether, you know, that's the number of cases, new evidence, staffing needs, planning for surges, you know, whatever it may be. Um, and if you're not in an active state, right, you're trying to figure out, would we be ready if if COVID hit hard, right? Right. right. And you're kind of sitting on that edge of waiting and wondering what's going to happen, right? And uh, and then, you know, you're really trying to balance that with, you know, other work realities. I mean, it, it's not like the healthcare world just stops and it's all about COVID. There's all kinds of other things oh, happening, right? Absolutely. And then there's the home realities along with all of that, you know, and uh, and the other tensions, right, that, that are showing up. Mm-hmm. And in some of these cases, we feel the big tug because these are interdependent values. They're two, you know, two values that are tied together and they're both so important to us. That's why we feel such tension and turmoil around where do we put our attention? What do we do, right, around this? And and how do we leverage both, right, mm-hmm. to move forward? Yep. So yep. like just like taking care of yourself uh, when you're so focused on taking care of others right now, right? So it's that tug of, I need to remain healthy. I need to, you know, I yep. have some of my own yep. personal goals, but yet I got to take care of my mom and dad. I got to take care of my kids. I got to take care of my team. Like, right, you got all this this inner turmoil and tension. Yeah, and the feeling is real. And you're trying to stay true and aligned to your purpose, like, you right. know? Mm-hmm. So if you're like most healthcare leaders, you know, you have found great purpose in leading others and being an inspiration role model through a multitude of situations. I mean, that's why we go into leadership, right? And uh, the longer the COVID pandemic drags on, you know, your own purpose can sometimes get lost in the constant changes. And sometimes it can be downright chaotic, and so you can't lose your purpose either. Yeah. And well, it's easy to lose yourself. Yes. Right. In the midst of a crisis or in the midst of other things. So yeah. that's, you know. So some of the challenges that we're hearing from the healthcare leaders that we are working with in our programs is um, you can have things bump up against your values, especially at times like this. So we already mentioned just the changes and fluxes in COVID in your community, your regional area, and its impact on your own well-being and resilience. So that can really, you you, you don't know when that's going to rear its head, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have to deal with it. Um, also, just the financial pressures. Um, you know, many of you had to make difficult decisions on downsizing your staff, Budget constraints impacting your goals that can bump up against your values, depending on what it is, right? So you always mm-hmm. got to be staying attuned and assessing that. And um, your inability to meet with people face to face, staff, peers, colleagues that could be impacting your values of what really what matters the most to you. 
Yeah. Well, there are challenges for sure, right? right? And there are things that are happening in your environment, around you, that, that you don't have control over necessarily, right? right? Exactly. But, and then that leads to kind of some internal challenges, mm-hmm. right? And some feelings of guilt, maybe, that you're letting people you care about down, maybe both at work and at home, feeling like you're not doing enough, Um Zoom fatigue is a new one. <laughs> if you're working from home, right, you may be Zooming all day and you're probably like, you know, feeling some fatigue just from, that's a whole different way to be with people. It is. Right? And it, it does, it takes some stamina, I think, at, at some certain times. Um, and then, you know, again, you know, being separated from people, not being able to connect, um, you can feel, I start to feel isolated as well, right? Which is another kind of challenge. And then just this increased feeling of feeling distressed. Some days you feel like you're losing your edge um, and, and maybe you're just kind of feeling a little bit sorry for yourself. Yeah. And, and we've all had those days, right? That, that's not a judgment. That's just a reality, right? Yep. And then, you know, what used to be easy and simple seems to get harder and harder because there's so many more things you have to think about, variables, considerations you have to make. Um, and, and you might be experiencing having to make those decisions that aren't aligned with your values. And uh, and that causes then moral distress. So that's another thing that's coming up for people, mm-hmm. right? Right. The things right. that we hold high, our values, right? When we have to act against them, it really can cause a significant amount of distress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the other thing here, too, is that, you know, there can be a dilemma when, you know, you have to work to make a living, yeah, I mean that's just the reality. We work to make some money, right? <laughs> that's right. Like we have to pay the bills. We have to pay take, the bills. Yeah, yep. we want to have a life, right? We want to have some fun and all that. But so you got to be working, and so you can get into a little bit of a dilemma when, when what we love, you know, if we love what we do, love being a nurse, love being a respiratory therapist, love whatever it is that you're doing, um, but you're letting your values slide. Because of where the work organization is going or what the focus of the organization is. And that is a real tension, right? Oh, and yeah. that can be a significant dilemma. And, yeah. you know, I, I've been in that position before, right? Where I loved what I was doing, dedicated to the cause. But the organization mm-hmm. wasn't where it needed to be, right? right to, for me to continue to live that. So you have to make some hard decisions sometimes. And it first starts with recognizing that's what's happening. Right. And that sometimes doesn't happen overnight. It happens over time. But mm-hmm. it's that feeling, paying attention to that feeling of discomfort. It could be a misalignment of values over time. Well, to I your think point. you feel it in your gut. Yeah. That's what I mean. Before you acknowledge it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so we need some support systems to help us in those situations. And in our dynamic balance effect, we're able to provide a framework for healthcare leaders to really think about their values. And um, the first thing we do is they make mindful choices that are aligned with their values. So there's clarity there, and those choices are easier to make. And they use their polarity intelligence to recognize that many of the tensions they are experiencing are really interdependent pairs of values that they can leverage or manage. And it's really, um, it's a gift to realize that, right? They don't have to choose between their interdependent. Uh, like Tracy gave the example of um, caring for others and caring for self. 
and also to personally align with their purpose as a leader at work and home. So the framework really helps in making decisions. Yeah. Well, and sometimes too, if we're not aware of polarities, we can be, you know, just over-focused on one value, not recognizing that it's paired up with another. That's right. right? So we all the have the whole picture, right? So having that, that intelligence uh, can help you to recognize those things and leverage them, right? Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about values. And, you know, when we think about values, as we said before, values are anchors, right? Mm-hmm. They're our anchor point. They're they the thing that ground us, keep us centered, Um they're usually fairly stable. There are times as you move through the seasons of your life, the context of your life changes, you know, um, sometimes your values change. And you know what? The, the thing is, is you choose your values. So you decide. Nobody decides for you, right? And you can change your values at any point that you want to if you decide this is what I value. So just pay attention to that and know um, and, and pay attention to if you're like, wow, I haven't really thought about my values in a long time. Think about when you're in that flow state. Think about when you're working and the time is flying by because you're just enjoying yourself. Or think about when you're with your family or whatever it is that you're doing, but you recognize, wow, this is just awesome, right? Yep. That gives you a, a key indicator of what your values are. I think the other thing, too, is when you when you feel very passionate and strong about something and mm-hmm. you're willing to take a stand and fight for it, then you know that that's a high There's value. There's a value connected to that, for there sure. Yeah. For sure. And I think it's really important to reaffirm your values mm-hmm. over time, right? From time to time to step back and think about wow, what am I valuing? You know, what is important to me? And that really helps with the decision making. So when you've got big decisions to make, how does this align with my values? How does this align with the things that matter most to me? And uh, and then, you know, I think, too, it's helpful to share those values with other people. I do, too. I do, and, too. Uh, and I think, too, you know, like I've, I'm in a coaching program and uh, I go through a values assessment every three months. And I think it's very powerful, you know, and it's a really powerful exercise that we go through. But, um, you know, so for me... You know, my most, I just did this a few weeks ago, actually. And my top values were uh, health and well-being, because if I'm not taking care of myself, if I don't have, and well-being, I mean like, you know, body, mind, and spirit, like the whole Mm -hmm. of me. Mm -hmm. If I don't have that, I can't have anything else in my life. I don't have a life, right? If I don't have health and well-being. Commitment is another one for me, because if I'm not committed, again, I'm not, I can't be there for my family. I can't be there for my work. So commitment is a huge value for me. Mm Prosperity. I want mm-hmm. to have an abundant life and mm-hmm. be prosperous because I want to contribute to my community, to yep. my family, right? To and and grow my business. And I can't do that if I if I'm not prosperous. And then self integrity. I have to be in integrity. I have to be that role model. And I I want to I want to uh, believe in myself and be true to the things that are important to me. And then of course my family. So those are my top five. Yeah, and it's interesting because um, I did the same assessment, and it's. They are. They do put it in fives, right? So just be thinking about that too when you do your values. You don't have to have a list of twenty. Like I just think there's something about that too. Like, well, uh, there you may have more, sure, but there sure. are some that are really at That's the top. That's what I mean. Right? Yeah. They percolate right up to the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my top five are family. Family is extremely important to me. Um, and I think just now, just this last year with just going through my father's death and my mom's needs, and we have a lot of transitions going on, and it's just like 
the family is extremely important. Um, optimism. That's a strong value of mine, you know. It kind of goes along with my positivity strength. <laughs> uh, and spirituality. Um, I, it's really important for me to be aligned. Why am I here? What is my purpose? So that whole spirituality is a strong value of mine. And uh, relationships are extremely important. And I also have prosperity as a top one because I, with you, it's that abundant mindset and wanting to give back and just you can't do things if you're not prosperous. <laughs> no, you can't. Well, you, you can't. can't help others, right? You can't you, help others. You can't. You can't. Yeah. yeah. So so those are my and, top And a lot of well. people struggle with that. Yeah. They struggle with with having prosperity as in their top values. But the truth is, without money, without yeah. abundance, yeah, you can't do the things in life that you want right. to do. So, right. you know. Yeah. I've never had trouble with it. I wonder what that means. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a story, right? It's That's a story, true. people. And That's some true. of that stuff is baked into us from the time we're kids, right? <laughs> yeah. So you just, yeah. But I just know that some people do struggle yeah. with that. So the whole point is... Go back. You can always reaffirm, firm them, reevaluate them. There's a lot of great uh, value assessment tools that are available online if, you, if that's helpful to you. Uh, but it, it really is helpful to kind of revisit that. I think it's like everything else. It can kind of seem like a buzzword, but it's so much more than that if you're really clear on what your values are. It's powerful, really powerful. Well, it drives everything. Drives everything, yep. It does, because whether you're aware of them or not, you're living mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm, Yeah. So, you know, if you don't know what your values are, just look at your life. And that'll tell you what your top values are. Yep. Yep. Sure will. Sure will. Yeah. So, um, and then um, the interdependent values uh, that we, we mentioned earlier, but what's really important to understand about these is that they come in pairs. Uh, and that they also require mindful choices. Uh, it's not an either or, it's an and and both, but it's helpful to recognize that. And then um, it helps you to really avoid the unintended consequences from over-focusing on one of those values. So, for example, we mentioned this earlier, your ability to manage the tension or interdependent value of caring for self and caring for others. And when you're clear on what those values are and why they're both important and why they're interdependent, what it does, it moves you into action to support both of those values. So you can really achieve a positive outcome, both for caring for yourself and caring for others. And even if you need to focus more on others during the pandemic, you still have to ask yourself, what am I doing to care for myself? You can't drop caring for yourself. Um, So even if you're doing small things for yourself right now, it's a lot better than just saying, oh, I can come much later, much further down the road. Nope, not true. Well, no, because you, you know, if you're not taking care of yourself, you ultimately, you won't be able to take care of others. So you won't be able to fulfill that role or that Mm -hmm. value that you have, right? right? If you're not taking care of yourself. So Folks, sorry to tell you this, but you got to come first. That's just how it is, right? Take care of you. Put your action mask on first. Fill up your cup first. Deposit in your own bank first. That's <laughs> how it works. That's how it right? works. Yeah, it's not, it's not being selfish. It's really preparing yourself to be there for others. So, And then I think, you know, the other element here is revisiting purpose. Pers- Personal purpose. There we go. I'll get that, that out fast. there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that can be very empowering right now as well. So mm-hmm. as we said at the beginning of the episode, you know, it can be 
you know, challenging to stay true to your purpose in times like this. But again, it can be a rudder for your yeah. life, right? Yeah. And just know where you're headed and know that this is this is what is so important to me, right? And they go hand in hand with your values. So if you're living purposefully and a purpose-driven life, then your values should be reflected, you know, as a part of that, part of your purpose, right? And so... What um, what can your purpose be right now as you lead through constant change, right? So our purposes can change right. at different times, right? And and you want to have that flexibility to say, okay, in this moment, what's my greatest purpose, right? To get through this time. Is it to lead my family? Is it like, what is it, right? And just and reflect on that. And it's okay if you had a different purpose in mind, at the beginning of the year, <laughs> it doesn't mean you have to totally let go of that, but you may be just shifting some of that for the time being, right? So mm-hmm. what do you want? You know, we've been saying this ever since this whole thing started, right, here in the States. Who do you want to be during this, and what do you want on the other side of it? Because that's what it's all about. What matters to you, and where do you want to end up? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. those are your choices. Yep. They are your choices. And so, you know, if you if you're not if you're somebody who has never written a purpose statement or hasn't had the opportunity to have that clarity, uh, we really recommend you do that. Just consider writing a brief purpose statement, you know, um, and just start out with something like "I want to live a life of," like "This is what I want in my life." Just write it down, a couple sentences. Just really think about what you want, you know, and uh, and just lay it out there, and don't worry about. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just get your thoughts out there, right? Start somewhere. And uh, and if you have a purpose statement, take a look at it. Yeah. You can write it and you don't even have to show it to anyone. Yeah. Just keep it to <laughs> yourself your if you want to. your purpose statement. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So let's move into action now, everyone. What are we going to do with now that we have all this information? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to well, write a purpose statement and we're going to look at our values. <laughs> And we're going to sign up for Tracy Michelle's next work-life balance boot camp interest list. Yeah, we're going to get on the interest list and we're say, hey, I want to explore this list. some more. <laughs> and I'll tell you why that's really significant, because it's really the first step. And what's what's now that we have been through it multiple times, what we want to tell you is that you can join other leaders in learning about the interdependent values we talked about today and how they're foundational for work-life balance, and how you can manage the interdependent values of work and home. That's the first one we start with, and it has proven to be very helpful and very successful. And it's actually the doorway into our advanced coaching programs where we spend more time on values and other polarities and your purpose and why all of these together are really critical in achieving dynamic balance. Yeah, and you know, without absolute clarity on your personal values, you don't have an anchor. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, you don't have any way to know how, you know, what matters most, or gauge if you're even in alignment with the things that matter to you, right? And so you can just be drifting through life and end up just anywhere, right? And yep. so, yep. and you may you may be drifting out of alignment with the organization that you're working in. Or the people that you live with and love and cherish, right? You just, so it just is that anchor. It grounds you, as we've said before. And when you don't have that and you're not clear, ultimately, if you're just drifting through life, you can end up really being pretty miserable, right? Uh, Or having moral distress, 
right? Mm-hmm. Because of that lack of alignment mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. or worse, right? You can get burned out yeah. from being out of alignment right. if you are aware, right? So, and then not having that defined purpose can also cause a feeling of being afloat, not contributing, not really knowing what am I here to do? What am I contributing, right? And have, have that longing for something more meaningful and powerful in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really being the top of your potential. So knowing your top values is foundational to your ability to boldly step forward and speak up for yourself. So think about that leader that you really want to be. And it's the ones that stand up and are clear, articulate exactly where they're coming from, what their values are. You know, it's really empowering. Um, And also to become a strong, confident leader capable of making mindful choices for yourself that are aligned to your purpose. Yeah. So just imagine you're a resilient healthcare leader grounded in those personal values and living with purpose and leaving your uh, leveraging, not (laughs) Not leaving, leaving. (laughs) leveraging your polarity intelligence, right? To identify, leverage, and then dynamically balance those interdependent values in your life, right? Getting the best of all of it. Wow. Who wouldn't want that? Just imagine. Just imagine that for a moment, magic. right? Yeah, it is. It is. It, well, it's it, transformational, that's for sure. Well, it's made the biggest difference in my life. Yeah, mine too. So, get on board the train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, if nothing else, we hope this episode has given you some things to think about. Uh, reminded you to go back and check your values, look at your purpose statement. If you haven't since COVID has started and we've been in this, you know, challenging time because it can really help you Mm -hmm. if you're struggling. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Mm -hmm. and you know, that's pretty much what we wanted to do today. Just give you some things to think about, point out the things that we've been learning from others that are really making a difference for them. And yeah, that was our goal. Yeah. So, so another Dynamic duo dialogue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for joining us here for another episode. Yeah. And stay safe and strong and healthy. And Yeah, and we will see you next time on the next episode. Yeah, take All care. Right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, as always, for listening to Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. We'd love to hear and answer your questions. If you have questions, you can email us at questions at missinglogic.com and we may include your question in a future episode. You can find show notes and links at our website, www.missinglogic.com forward slash podcast. If you're the kind of leader who wants to help others, then share this podcast with your peers and other healthcare leaders. We're certain if you found value in it, they will too. Please share this on your social media channels and leave us a review in iTunes. If you don't know how to leave a review, you can find instructions on our website at www.missinglogic.com forward slash podcast.